Hello everyone, The Vern here from Cinema Recall here to tell you about Newsly. Newsly is an all-in-one audio app for your iOS and Android phone. It picks up the most trended articles on the web and reads them to you in a natural human voice. For the first time ever, the entire web becomes listenable. Stop scrolling, start listening, go to newsly.me, use the promo code RECALL, and get one month free of their premium service. Check it out, and now, back to the show. This podcast may contain adult language, adult situations, spoilers, and some brief nudity, so parental guidance is suggested. We have such sights to show you. After about five minutes of this movie, you're gonna wish you had ten beers. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. So, what would you little maniacs like to do first? Hi, I'm Jackie. Wanna play? Oh well. La di da, la di da, la la. Welcome back to the Cinema Recall Podcast. Hello, ghouls and goblins. It's I, the Vern Cinema Recall Podcast. So this entire episode was recorded on my phone thanks to Anchor. So the voices sound kind of wonky. That's why. But check it out. Ashley and I got invited to attend Crypticon, and it was so much fun. Big shout out to Jim Seuss and Tilda Cisco for hooking us up. That was a hell of a lot of fun. We got to appear on a few panels. One of them I'm presenting to you right now is all about horror tropes. And we're joined by Taylor Cisco, new podcaster named Jack from the Video Horror Squad, our new friend Kat. And it was so much fun. And so, yeah, so I'm, I'm going to play that for you right now. It's going to kind of jump into the episode. Uh, but before we do that, I'm going to play for you an ad spot from the gents over at Science Fiction Remnant. ScienceFictionRemnant.com. They're a fun science fiction movie podcast. I've been on a few episodes of theirs in the past. One of them, I believe, was 12 Monkeys. So yes, so we're going to play that ad spot uh, and then get on to the show. I'll play some uh, of our sponsors from ExpressVPN and Newsly as well. Don't forget to follow us on your favorite uh, podcasting app of choice. Uh, we're available uh, anywhere you can find podcasts. Our website is cinemarecall.net. Don't don't forget we have a Patreon page, patreon.com slash pod. We also have Buy Me A Coffee page. All the links are on our website. I, I will, at the end of the show, I will read a shout out to all of our wonderful Patreon supporters. But uh, yeah, I can't double anymore. Let's get on to the show and I will see you back in a bit. Love you all. Goodbye. Hello, me popsicles. Why don't you grab your multipass, a drink, and come sit with us? Let's pick each other's brain. We want you to be part of our intimate conversation about science fiction topics. Let's do this. Join us, and let's talk about science fiction topics in books, movies, TV shows, and games. At Science Fiction Remnant, you are invited to listen in. Listen now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't forget your multipass. the Vern again. So one thing I hate the most about watching movies is when I go to watch a movie or show on my favorite streaming site and seeing that the movie or show I want is only available in another country. What do you do? Well, I'll tell you what you do right now. You go to ExpressVPN, expressvpn.com slash pod and get three months free of their services. Uh, ExpressVPN will give you access to view 
other movies and shows from other countries. So find out what Netflix is like in the UK. Find out what Hulu is like in the Netherlands. Again, expressvpn.com slash pod and get three months free of the services. I hope you enjoy and happy movie watching, everyone. Good night. I mean, is there actually a Hulk Hogan panel? Like a whole, not, like a Hulk Hogan disease where, is there a horror movie, is there a trope where people get bitten and they get turned into Hulk Hogan? That would be the best movie ever. The greatest trope of all time. That's is right. That Hulk Hogan, like, it all started with, with, with uh, Hulk Hogan himself. Did you, are you okay? <laughs> oh, honestly, I thought you were having a moment. Let me tell you something, brother. <laughs> We're here now to rock. And make sure you believe in America, brother. Now, that's my zombie Hulk Hogan. I do love that trope. It's a perfect segue. See, we're still on track. See, yeah. Every vampire, well, yeah, zombie, it's, infected it's the movie. Yeah. You're pr- basically becoming aware of Hogan. But every, like, pandemic starts with, like, one person, usually an idiot yeah. dude, yeah. who, like, it's obviously going through some shit, and nobody recognizes it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 100%. Like, usually it's like, it's oh. Not, this is not even horror-related. <laughs> Teen Wolf. Like, nobody noticed this weird shit going on with this kid. Teenagers are just like that. Well, I mean, he locked himself in his room and made strange noises. Maybe his parents were like, okay. His dad definitely knew what was going on. His dad had been there. He's like, listen, son. It happens. (laughs) When you get to a certain age, (laughs) hair's gonna start growing in weird places. And not just your palms. Everywhere. Everywhere. The, fucking everywhere. Do people get hair on their palms? Oh, no. that's the joke about <laughs> masturbation. Yeah. Oh, I see. Like, so they would tell people if you oh. masturbate too much, you'd get hairy palms. So funny you yeah. say that, because I literally just said that yesterday. Yeah. You did? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I haven't talked about that hairy palms in years. <laughs> it hasn't been a topic of conversation in ages. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought but, that kittens got but, Oh, yeah, that's oh. <laughs> yes, and Jesus Christ. That's, yeah. that's what happens That must be why he was chasing that guy with a knife yesterday. That was. <laughs> he was like, well, God damn it, quit My brother had I guess me, sure. damn it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, not well, me. One of the best, you know, allegories for puberty in horror films, speaking about <coughs> werewolves and Teen Wolf, is yeah. Ginger Snaps. Yes. Ginger Snaps you is seen just. That movie? No. I There's have, three of them, right? Highly there is. Highly so, recommended. Very I good. Seen the first I, one. I'm gonna start just, for, I will explain really quickly. Okay. I will be really quickly explaining Ginger Snaps. So Ginger Snaps is about uh, two, two sisters. sisters. They're outcasts in their town. Uh, no one really likes them that much. And one to be night, fair, they're a little homely. Yeah, one night. The one's cute. They're both cute. No, the one. Catherine <laughs> <laughs> is not. Let's be real. Catherine is Bill Emily Perkins. They're great. Uh, so oh, at one Perkins. night, uh, they're going to play a prank on this girl's dog, and one of the girls gets attacked by a beast, a werewolf. And she starts to change into one. Uh, but all of her family and all of her friends just think that she's, she's going through puberty. Period. Yeah. Fair enough. That's another trope. How come it's always werewolves when you get bit by werewolves that turn into werewolves? You think just science wise there'd be like some recessive gene where someone's carrying the werewolf virus. Yeah. Well, that's a Thank you. Okay. I will and just, I will the far superior team wolf too. 
for, I don't know why you would even well, say that. Teen Wolf. Have you not with, seen with Jason Bateman? Bateman? <laughs> well, Jason no, Bateman's the first screen one. Yes, the far superior. Okay, I honestly, I don't think I've seen Teen Wolf 2 all the way. To I mean, honest. it's called two, two, T-O-O, 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 yeah. because it is. Well, is it a genetic Because he is also thing. a Teen Wolf. It's not a, ah, it's a real good one. No, Whoever but, decided that that was the title. Hmm. Was so I hope great. they got a bonus. Yeah, people just kind of like, Everything there's always a you know, coming of. I lost my contact. Oh, here. You just popped out. I wish I had brought some solution or something for you. I didn't know. We can all watch how gross this is. Yeah, <laughs> everybody watch. Uh-huh. Sorry. So eye horror so. is another trope. <laughs> I, I was just thinking yeah. about. I just saw. Um, I back in before it dries out too. Oh, that's a good point. Oh, you think about I still have going in the eyes? <laughs> yeah, I was uh, yeah. watching one of the uh, Shutter. Shutter has a uh, show right now about the top. Yeah, so 100, 101 scariest moments in movies. Yeah, it's yes. Be, uh, it doesn't uh, want to go in. It, it says no, no. What movie is it where it's there's zombies and they? It's Zombie Two. Yeah. Oh, Lefulci. Yeah. Lefulci Zombie yeah, Two. Where they have the uh, the giant the slow. splinter slowly <laughs> right go into the, the chick's eye. And you have to see it go. It's yeah. So and it's so grueling. Oh. Well, what about what about the uh, the movie? The one that we that was uh, it's like less than a year old. Oculus. Uh, where That's she goes to Hollywood to sell that movie, and her friends she has removed the, her friend's eye on film. Do you remember that? Oh, uh, yes, it's, uh, that's, uh, Netflix, that brand new cherry flavor. Brand new cherry flavor, yes. yes. You're not getting that in your eye. It's not in Yeah. It doesn't want to. It says, no. It's probably Those contacts aren't really that that, are they? Because they get... I know that it's based on, um, uh, the whole thing with the eyes started back in the 20s. That Onche, uh... There's a, there's a famous short in the 20s where someone actually does shoot. It's a sheep's eye. Yeah, it's yeah. a sheep's eye. But as you show it, they cut the eye. It was like the first time in the oh, 20s. Salvador Dali. Yeah, Dali. film classes that oh. I wasn't in in college. The artist, right? Yeah. Yes. Very much so. <laughs> Sandwich All right. Yeah. So, yeah. He worked at Subway. That's, that's how he got his job. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they were saying... Um, but that stuff that's, you know, made me scream, you know, things yeah, going the, the eyes. The things that like, get needles. people the most is eyes, fingernails, and teeth. Yes, fingernails, definitely for me. I mean, I know it's not a horror movie, but Spider-Man 2, when they first await Doc Ock, and Doc Ock grabs the doctor and just grabs his nails, he twists it, and straight across the road, like, oh. I did not remember Spider-Man 2. That was clearly Yes! Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes! Oh, no, oh. no, no, I can't. Oh, she does that nail right there, too, that lawn hay nail, she yes. grabs it. Yes, oh, yeah, I know. What movie was that? Because I remember it. Black, Black Swan. Swan oh, she has, like, a little yeah. hay nail, hey. and she's, like, bringing it up. Nice of you to show up. He's got his phone. <laughs> but you need two eyes to yeah, find the walls is in with his coffee. Yeah, just hanging out. Right now. I'm just watching you. Oh. You want to go to the bathroom? It's not in. Oh, man. Are you poking so your ever... Because you have to, like, you know, have. Okay, and then I have some. Oh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm such a mom. Oh. Just trying to help everyone. Where is she? Another thing that uh, really creeps me out in horror films is anything with claustrophobia. People getting trapped in enclosed spaces, like the uh, the Vanishing. What was it? The movie The Vanishing. Yeah. Uh, don't watch the don't watch the remake. Uh, watch the original Swedish version. Uh, the Vanishing is about this couple, and they're going on this vacation. They stop at a gas station. Uh, he goes to buy food, and he comes out, and his wife is missing. 
They did a remake of that, right? With uh, who was who was Keeper, in the Keeper, remake? Keeper Sutherland was in the remake, and Jeff That's Bridges right. was in the remake. <laughs> yeah, I hate the remake. <laughs> I remember that. So, uh, so he's going. This guy is trying to find out where his wife is. He gets contacted by this other person saying, "Look, uh, I know where your wife is, and I will tell you what happens to her. But you have to experience the same thing that she does." Oh fuck! And. Uh, for years, he doesn't want to do this, but he kind of... Is it inside out, too? He succumbs to this, and it just gets very twisted, <laughs> and has to deal with claustrophobia. That one, another one, is buried with Ryan Reynolds. Yep, that one fucked me up. I really thought he was going to get found, and boy, was I... Uh, Spoiler alert. Yeah. Oh, my God, it's so old. <laughs> Thank you. There was a... I can't even remember the name of it, but there's a... Like, a Japanese... Like Asian horror is just like oh yeah. Right? But there's one with like a like four short stories. And one of the short stories, you know, what I'm talking about. I don't, they're I don't all any. beyond like I, this is. I probably shouldn't tell even what one of them is about because it's a little too <laughs> too much. They have dumplings served that are oh. made from something really off-putting and disgusting. And then there's one where they've got. Are they shit dumplings or are they bark no, dumplings? No, that would be way better. <laughs> is it called oh. Three Extremities or Three Extremes? <laughs> I don't know. Can I say yeah, it? Yeah, you have to say it now. Okay. Oh, it's, sorry. It's, okay. it's abortions basically made oh. into dumplings and. I don't know what. I'm like, <laughs> 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 yeah, like, what are you doing? But there was another one in there where they had um, somebody strung up and they were torturing them for some reason. And they stuck needles under their cuticles, like inside uh, all ten of their fingers, oh. and they were just made to like stay there. Look, if I want to discuss you, yeah. you know, make you sick, we can start talking about the serving thing. That's oh that's yeah, that's true. That's I, I know level. of this. I know of that's a not the same film. level as I, shit like the Human Centipede, where it's like an edge lord film. It's yeah. wasn't yeah. even banned in Serbia. What about that? Like, the whole censorship was bullshit was, Were like, they, just um, hyped up for America, pretty much. Yeah. But it wasn't actually as, uh, you know, oh, edgy I, as they claimed. I think a movie that, you know, is still edgy and very kind of beautiful, it's definitely not in that same genre, is Audition. Tychichi's Mickey's Audition. The audition's not Edgelord. Audition's no. an actual... That's an actual Mass film. But, but it does have, like... It's not, oh, I'm edgy, look at me. Yeah, it's not trying to be edgy for being edgy states. It actually does have a great story about it. What was the name of that movie where, um... I think you were the one who told me about it. She, it's this, I think it was Japanese horror, where she does online dating and the guys come back to her house and she murders them. Yeah, that's audition. That's that's audition. That is? Yeah. Okay, so that's the one where she has like the armless, legless body in the duffel bag. Yes. And makes him eat his own vomit. Yep. yep. I'll tell you that one story. I mean, although she, 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 she doesn't do, she doesn't do the online dating. It, yeah. We clear up, she doesn't do the online dating. Uh, I forget how, how she because, got her victims. Because it's, uh, this widow father is trying to find new dates, and so his best friend holds a fake audition to try and find girls mm. from a date. It is a revenge picture. Yeah, he meets this one girl, and uh, they go on a few dates, and she's really kind of into this guy, and he's kind of seen her as, like, a little fuck toy or something like that. And oh. doesn't, and I haven't she's seen like, it in so long, but that's the only scene I remember. Like, everything oh, else about sure. it has, like, nice. gone oh. out of my brain except that scene. When she's just hanging down with the hair down, and the phone rings, and stays on her, and then all of this, all of the corner of the eye, that big, big moves. That's a big yes. scare for me. 
But even that as a total, like, exterminate or extremism is kind of like a fun horror trope. Yeah. Like, the French New Wave extreme movement is fantastic. Oh, gosh, like, like uh... Martyrs? In, martyrs yeah. inside <laughs> is twisted. So Ir- vegans, but then, like, for a dare, like, their sorority, they have to eat meat, and then it just... Oh, it's that uh, raw. 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 Yeah. Raw. Raw. Raw is a great come to beach. That's an movie. Yeah, Raw's gnarly. Raw's a good, uh, <laughs> co- Raw's a good coming of age <coughs> or movie as well. well. What does the cannibalism symbolize? I, I thought it just kind of represents, you know, her uh, blossom sexuality. Yeah, no, it's cannibalism here. Ca- it's cannibalism. <laughs> yeah. But she's growing into, you know, discovering who she is. This is the so one that you were telling me about. Yes. Um, Raw's, it's pretty gnarly. The one it's, that I always, like, confuse with Fresh. Yes. Oh, Fresh. Really different song. It's like... Has anybody here seen Fresh? No? Okay, well. Is it Netflix or Hulu? It's Hulu. Hulu. I can't, I don't, I don't, should I spoil this movie? Go ahead. You sure? Okay, all right. Stan, what's his name? Fresh. Sebastian Stan. Sebastian Stan. And uh, Lily Collins, I think there's a name. It's a rom-com. Yeah, that'd be cute. Yeah, so it's about this uh, girl. Uh, she's going on all these horrible dates with guys. They're all these, like, sleaze baits. And then she meets this. Mo- Yeah, and then they, he's like, let me take you out on Let's go on secluded place. A weekend. At my secluded house. Uh, so, yeah. And then they're driving and she loses service. Mm-hmm. Of course she does. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's mm-hmm. kind of like barbarian. Mm-hmm. 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 And the best mm-hmm. friend is like, mm-hmm. why aren't you? How dare you? <laughs> That's a troll. <laughs> That's how you be a true gentleman. <laughs> you don't dinner in a movie, flowers. Fuck all that noise. Yeah. I do love the pun. I do love the pun. Somebody takes somebody out to dinner and they eat their cell phone. I do love puns. <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's not not they don't stay alive forever. Or overused. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's my problem. So I did, with with my slushers, but what's especially really when they have tropes, but they don't utilize you meet it well. his wife? Because he's married? She's missing a leg. That's how it started. Probably with her. And then. She's like, well, I can't. We've got kids. Huh. Mm. I can't. I gotta be able to chase them. This prosthetic will only do me so much. Even cannibalism, it's a lazy trope now. Because they're always it's the same the... type. They're either like yeah, they're kind the... of backwards deranged, yeah. or they're like some kind of hyper. Or they're rich. Or they're rich, slick, yeah. yeah. Which like, is a, a thing that bugs me about food? cannibal shit. Like, like, like casual <laughs> No, like a Frank Reynolds from Always Sunny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Like, I just know a dude. He just helped me out. That's yeah. But like the, the, but the backwoods hillbilly incest family bugs me because people always attribute it to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but that didn't that wasn't included in any of the movies until the comic book and from the nineties. Literally nothing else. And then with the remake and all the shitty reboots, they were like, we're gonna do this, and I'm like, but why? <laughs> it's completely we were, unnecessary. I mean, that's just already missing life, though, right? Like you yeah. know, certain parts of Appalachia. Is reboots also a trope as well? I guess it's Re- technically reboot, a trope. Alright. But. Well, because yeah, every reboot follows the same formula. Like that first batch from what was it, Platinum Dunes? Yeah. It was basically just like slick, edgier, but not a good movie. Mm-hmm. It's just like, here's a character you recognize with like a new metal soundtrack. <laughs> and a really dull <laughs> color palette. Yeah, it's like everything's yeah, everything yeah. original, but we've had somebody else do them. And here's why these, it, uh, why these other tropes that scared you in the first movies are actually stupid. And they got so close with Friday the 13th. Yeah, like, it's close because they combined the first three movies. Actually, yeah. I actually, actually like, didn't okay, mind that one. So close. Yeah, I like it, but it doesn't do anything new or original. No, so, no right. like, so, like the, the they did kind of have like 
like the play between the final girl and Jason where she kind of looks like his mom. And I wish they actually went like forward with that instead of having it be just like kind of a thing, but not really. Because they, you never see them exploring Pamela at all. We need like straight prequels. Like there's all, all those rumors back in the 90s about Robert England doing like a Fred Krueger prequel like before yeah. he becomes Freddy. Or he, no. Which, they kind of did that in one of the movies and, as yeah, a yeah. flashback. Sort and of understandably, like, no one but, really wants to go see a movie about like a child molester slash killer. Yeah, no. That's really. a whole yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. I mean... Uh, but a Pam Voorhees movie would be fucking awesome. I would love that. But, like all the... And they, were, they were thinking of doing that, too. But with uh, Jason's dad. Did you... But Pamela's already a slasher. She was... She's one of the most, uh, I'd argue, influential slashers because she started the Friday the 13th shit. Yeah? That, um, that would be great to have a series with her. I really enjoyed the Beach Motel series. That AMC put out. Oh yeah, that yes. was good. Um, With uh, Vera Farmiga and Freddie Highmore, that was yeah. really good. So like, we don't that need like another yeah. Voorhees. No. We just need we just, and also the fact that Pamela was like, she was a she was a teenager when she had Jason. Yeah. So it's like exploring it wasn't that. Her fault. None of this. And even that, that's the trope I fucking hate. All the, and it's kind of new-ish, but all the antagonists and villains have to have some kind of sympathetic cool yes, story. Yes, like, thank no, you. Just give me evil for evil's sake. Yes. Bad guys for bad I, guys' sake. I really like, well, so here's the thing. When they actually have a sympathetic backstory, but like they Karen? don't actually care about it, like, but you Karen's can tell. bad guy. She's yeah. a hero. She's Incredible Hulk with, like, less spandex requirements. But, like... <laughs> but the reboot that Karen's are playing was great, Myers, Because his original, like... Concept was that he literally is just evil. That's John Carpenter. Yes. Vision. He's just the embodiment the of evil. But the fact that uh, mm-hmm. Loomis is such a fucking quack, and the fact that he was in a, a asylum in the 70s and, and 60s when he since he was a little kid, that is there. You can definitely tell a story about the uh, the abuses and bullshit of. Like a, a psychiatric in a slasher. Yes. Like, do we want like the heartfelt like this? No, it's well, like, well, been like destroyed by the system. Isn't that what uh, Rob Zombie's no. remake tried to do? No, we don't talk about that movie. <laughs> 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 no, we got talk. <laughs> but like, you have to frame it in a different way, where that character either is or isn't your villain. Which is why all the Halloween sequels up until no, yeah, all the Halloween sequels except for three. That's why they're all kind of. Especially the ones from, I don't remember the time period, the H2O Resurrection. H2O was good. I, I, I just yeah. did the Bell Resurrection. That does not exist. You know, Wellhouse, yeah, it, goes, it goes yeah. Halloween, Halloween 2, Halloween H2O, that's one timeline. What? No love for Season of the Witch? No, no I'm talking it's about the Jamie... The no, I'm talking about the actual... Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis? J- J- yeah, uh... But, like, when you, when you take away the sympathetic backstory no, of the character, not. that's how you get the Texas Chainsaw sequels like because after one guy. and two because one he's not a he's not a homicidal maniac he's he's scared yeah that is leatherface's motivation and every single sequel after pretty much two and three just ignore well we don't we don't acknowledge four but like <clears throat> all of the other Matt ones are like, oh, he's, by his performance he's, ever he's deformed and ugly <laughs> so he's mad about that and i'm like that's stupid nobody <laughs> loved him but it works so well when there's no, um, I mean, it doesn't have to be all the time. It would just be nice to see more often just evil for evil. Yeah, yeah like, like a villain whose parents were, like, really nice, and he, like, everybody was really nice to him. But he see, that's how you get Vecna. That's how you get Vecna in Stranger Things 4, and that is the worst fucking season of that series. 
I hate it so bad. Wait, wait. Has, you think Vecna he has is the no way he is because he had a great family? <laughs> Did he not? I mean... He had... Who? He, the, main, the, main, <laughs> the main antagonist that they retconned into being the big bad in Stranger Things. His entire motivation... Oh, we're talking about before he went into the... Into, before yeah. he went into the... Like, I'm sorry, no. Yeah. Not, well, I was going to say that, that facility. Well, he, yeah. Yeah. Because he was, just had, like, weird uh, sociopathic tendencies before that, too. Yeah, that is true. He so. was, his entire motivation is, everybody sucks but me. So I'm going to okay. do bad because <clears throat> meh. That's his, but that's he was his like motivation. Nuts. Narcissistic. Yeah. So, and like, but that's not actually touched on. So it's like, ah, uh, he's a big tentacle with really bad... Okay. Uh, the head FFX is okay. But the rest of it looks like a really bad fitting latex suit. <laughs> so I can't stand it. Wait, he's a single tentacle? I don't want to Pretty much. A, uh, <laughs> so this, this, is hen, this is hentai? More, more hentai than the hentai. Okay. Taylor's like, let me draw this out. <laughs> okay, let's diagram it. And then uh, add latex. Mm. Yeah, yeah, let's go with that. This podcast is a proud member of the Let's Chat Club. Find out how you can become a member by going to the website letschatpodcast.net. So I sad about my friend. The sad backstory thing. Because people in general, they they don't really do stuff without a reason. Even people who do stuff like violently and whatnot. It's usually a uh, stemming from a maladaptive coping mechanism that you learn as a kid. Uh, no, absolutely. I just think that so with the film you have like a finite amount of time to tell the story and you have to choose what's gonna be in and out. And I'm like, I feel that there are what better ways. Say? There's a finite amount of time to tell a story. Yep. Yeah. And so you should choose better what you want to put in and in out. And out. Yeah. In I think the, yeah. the best way. Well, like, their kids. You like, disgust like me, Like Fred Krueger. Like, we didn't really need to know more about Freddy except that he was an ex-child predator. Yeah. He got his comeuppance and is now a dream demon. Yeah. Instead, yeah. like, here's his mommy yeah. and this lunatic asylum and all this other stuff happens. Like, that doesn't help the story. It doesn't. We're not like, oh, well, I guess Freddy's right then. Like, yeah, no. <laughs> we don't. I will say the best way they actually do use a set trope in horror movies was Cabin in the Woods because mm-hmm. they're doing the a mockery. Another one is Scream. Tucker and Gale versus yes. Evil. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Those kids were just, they're trying to kill themselves. Yes. They jumped into the tripper. <laughs> both both no. the first Scream and Scream 5, which yes. is just also yeah. called Scream, Scream for yeah. some reason. Those were also great breakdowns of tropes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially yeah. Scream 5. Although, I will say, everything that happened and kept nobody going. says requel, and it's not going to be a thing. Requel, <laughs> Nobody says requel. No. She's like, yeah, everybody set, calls it a requel. Nobody calls no, no, it a requel. No, no, it's a reboot sequel. You're just really excited about those markers. Requel. Okay. Yeah, an actual diagram, how we got to that. Yeah. Can you make a Venn diagram, too? <laughs> Just about... Well, because what's... <laughs> I do hate the fact of us uh, retconning other horror movies, especially, like, with Halloween. I mean, oh, we're just going to ignore everything that happened in Halloween, too. Now we're like, a different timeline. I hate different timelines in horror movies. That's pretty much every slasher movie. I know it is. With the ex- Like, literally but, the only slasher movie that doesn't really do that, that has a franchise, is Chucky. And yes! They, they still have retcon stuff, but that's because Don Mancini is like the only person who's actually had a hold on his property for the entire time. 
Because I know, like, the, the Cult of Chucky and the Curse of Chucky, that leads into the series Chucky, yep. is that correct? And those are both and then, sequels to, like, Bride and Seed. So they do connect with those Oh, ones. yeah, Oh, they do. Okay, all right. Everything I thought, is a, is a I thought there was, like, three separate timelines. You got the uh, Child's Play 1, 2, and 3. That's just one complete trilogy. No, okay, it's all one thing. It's all one thing. Yep. And then uh, Bride and Seed are just one. And so then, if we, we have to not acknowledge it at all, like James Bond style, where it's just like, yep, I'm a spy, and I tell people my first <coughs> and last name and occupation every time I go on a job. It's just going to be... Yeah, because James Bond... Like they recently came out and said, like, no, it's it's canon that his name is actually James Bond. And it's like that makes him the shittiest agent. Yeah. <laughs> because every job he introduces himself. Mm. But or they have to like acknowledge it so fully and like completely change it. So that way it just becomes property in name only. Yeah. And then that works. Kind of like the Leprechaun series, where like, well, oh. we're kinda scary, and now it's like, no, we're gonna be Oh yeah. It's yeah, <laughs> the whole thing. Doing, 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 I can't ever hear that. <laughs> Without didn't, just thinking Jennifer Aniston. Every time. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm like, ah, friends. But they didn't like. Space twice. They went to Dark Hood twice. Oh, my <laughs> God. Yes. <laughs> I forgot about that. Like, I totally forgot about yeah. that. Wow. But that seems to be the, the tr- even, yeah. even yeah. going to Leatherface. Space wow. movies. That's oh, yeah, a great totally. trope. Every sequel, if you stay long enough, you gotta go to space. Yep. And if you stay popular after space you go to the hood then you get the <laughs> or, or a reboot yeah or a reboot well Jason goes to Manhattan that was and now Scream is going to Manhattan he did watch is it oh shit Scream needs to go to that point. Oh my gosh. I think, isn't that a scary movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> See? I mean, I don't want to point yeah. out the obvious, but I was Why pretty sure that's just... Yeah. I don't, I don't oh, that, that was the original title for Scream. It was called Scary Movie. That was going to be the original title for Scream. I think oh. that's why they named Scary Movie that. An- yes. Another fun film that dealt with tropes <coughs> and changed it on its ear on the sequel was Happy Duff Day. Oh. I liked Happy Death Day. I liked the there. first one. I thought oh, the second harsh. one was garbage. I liked the second one as much. I liked the second one because it filled in all the plot holes from the first well, one. I don't think it really I don't even see the first one. I don't think it's like it. Oh, it's fun. Just because yeah. they... Oh, you like thing this. that me drives me insane. Yeah. Is that just because something isn't explained doesn't mean it's a plot hole. Yeah. Like, especially when you're dealing with something like universe magic. We don't have to see them go back in time. And, I mean, and Groundhog Day, the one that everybody keeps fighting off of now, the original one, we... Yeah. I mean, there's a deleted scene where it's like it's a curse, but like the movie that was released is fantastic. It's just not. Nah, it's just fucking Bill Connors. He just has to repeat that same day for 5,000 years. Is that what yeah. they decided? Well, something like that. Yeah, Based like on like all of the things that he, he managed to learn and master. Damn. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, five th- wonderful. And that's and like the the so, need to over-explain things leads into the tropes like Freddy yeah. getting an unnecessary yeah. backstory. But if like the uh, the sympathetic backstory is baked into the character like Jason, where he was just a kid that drowned. Because yeah, they never explained why Jason came back. Yeah. Well, technically in two he didn't he never actually drowned, which I think is stupid. So we ignore that. But, but I love two other wives. He also has a potato sack in two. Yeah. Yeah. He needs to go back. Oh, he has a beautiful face. Oh my god, that's great. All right, well, I'm ready for lunch. Thank you for coming to thank you for troops. Troops, troops. Sorry, we didn't stay on topic talking about the different troops. We got troops. Oh, troops. So, uh, (laughs) Lost Boys. Um, I mentioned Monster Squad. Um, other. Oh, the Dream Warriors. Another great. Yes. <laughs> the, the Jefferson Trooper. Starship? Jefferson yeah, Starship that's Troopers. Right. Yeah, see, Jefferson Starship Troopers, yes. <laughs> <They are> troopers. <laughs> Jefferson Starship Troopers. Goof Troop. 
Oh, Goof Troop. Can we all dash? I only want to be Goof Troop only because. Can we have like a Goof Troop fighting a whole bunch of monsters? Hello again, the Vert here. Uh, before we close out this episode, I gotta give a special shout out to all of our wonderful Patreon supporters. Again, that website is patreon.com slash pod. So no special order. I gotta give a special thanks and shout outs to Jason Soto from Rabbit Hole Podcast. Thank you very much. Chris Revel of Let's Chat with Chris Revel. Thank you very much. Matt and Ashley from Ashley at the Movies. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Uh, Jeanette Mickenham from AKA Jeanette. Thank you very much, Jeanette. Donnie Roberts, the writer of the Deep Sea Anthologies. Thank you very much, Mr. Donnie Roberts. Uh, Linda Castro from Bed Knobs and Broomfoot. Thank you very much, Linda. Harvey Andrus of the Your Ex-Girlfriend band that we're in. And we have a new Patreon supporters right now that just happened very shortly. Uh, we have the wonderful hosts from Shot and Applaud. So, big shout out to you, Jen, to you, Lydia, and to you, Naomi. Love you all very, 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 very much. I'm giving you all very much big hugs and try not to be inappropriate, but I love you all very much and I'm just hugging you and giving you kisses all over. Uh, so yes, uh, Shots and Applaud are our newest Patreon supporters and they are a very amazing group. They're this amazing podcast team. Love them all very much. Shots and Applaud. So thank you so much for supporting us. I love you all very much dearly. Uh, and that's it. I hope you have a great day and uh, we'll be back again soon with a new spectacular episode. Love you all. Goodbye.